The subjects discussed in this podcast are sensitive and at times may be uncomfortable and controversial. The intent is not to teach or educate. The intent is to provoke independent thought through faith to better understand our differences and embrace them. Human conservation faces the challenges of today's society head-on by leaving our comfort zones and having the courage to discuss difficult subjects that keep us all divided. Pull up a chair and join me at the table as we search for ways to better connect with one another. The Human Conservation Podcast with host Reverend Corby Willette. Restoring faith in humanity by exploring the paths of culture, history, science, nature, and spirituality. Promoting human conservation through human conversation. Welcome to the Human Conservation Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Corby. We are here Christmas Day, and I don't know about you folks, but there's something very special about Christmas time. There's a different feel to the air in general. Sure, we uh, still get aggravated with each other in the shopping malls and road rage and things of that nature, but we've made it to the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And for that, I'm personally thankful, and I hope many of you are. We do try and keep in mind that the holiday season is difficult for some people. If you are one of those people that's struggling and having a hard time, do not give up. You can dial 988, that's the suicide hotline, and get help. I hate thinking about people being in pain and despair, especially at Christmas time. So again, 988 is the number that you're going to call for the suicide helpline. I found the World Cup to be something to behold. I, I really, really did. Now, I'm a meat and potatoes, American football, soccer is boring type of guy. But the drama that I saw in many of these matches uh, was unbelievable. Um, the Japanese, uh, so excited that they pulled the upset in the World Cup that they cleaned the stadium after their game. I thought that to be uh, rather interesting. You had Morocco and South Korea advancing on uh United States advanced on. And that's something that's very confusing to me because even if soccer is not as popular here in the States as it is in other parts of the world, I mean, don't we have like one of the largest populations? Like, wouldn't you think that we could field a team that would be at least highly competitive? You know, no disrespect to the the current players, but I just... I find that odd, like you would think that, that the United States would be at the forefront, but that's not just the case. Uh, and then, of course, we knew about Messi with the goal, and um, I was not impressed with this guy, Mbappe. He's incredible, I guess, as a player. Uh, he seemed to be able to do whatever he wants, but just what a jerk. There's no other way to put it. Just arrogant, cocky guy. Uh, I felt like Messi showed some some class, except maybe the the kicking of the football jersey or the soccer jersey, whatever. It's a ball you kick on your foot. But I, I thought the World Cup was very well done uh, and well uh, put together by the people of Qatar. So that that's really it. 
uh, feel free to leave me a comment. Let me know uh, your opinions on the World Cup. But I did want it was worth mentioning because I thought the the whole sport of it was just incredible. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we finish up uh, our interview is that I had mentioned last week that I was getting get to dress up as a Santa Claus. Uh, that event has come and gone, and it was very fruitful. I had such a good time. And what I came away with it, uh, being in that suit, is, man, it's such a good feeling when you look down at a little kid and he's got that that look in his eye like, like you're the man. It's just a beautiful feeling. I'll probably look next year to do like a mall Santa or that type of thing. But one of the things that I did uh, to make it worthwhile was uh, I had offered on Facebook if anybody had wanted me to record messages of Santa Claus for their young children, and, and a bunch of people had responded. And that was so much fun, like just, you know, being silly in such a wholesome way, and it kind of fits into some of the things that me and Mike talk about uh, in the clip. So uh, definitely I was a big fan of the Santa Claus thing, and uh, let's dive in. Let's throw it to the uh, the interview, and uh, we'll wrap it up uh, when we're done. Where I get frustrated is, is the people that just get loopy about certain aspects of Christmas and, oh, you know, you can't do this, and, oh, you can't do that. Oh, I'm not putting up a Christmas tree because that's a pagan tradition. And And the reality is, is almost all of these things, Santa Claus, the Christmas tree, we just talked about the 12 days of Christmas. These things are all rooted with Christian meaning. Like, oh, yeah. you know, we were talking about St. Nicholas. You know what I'm saying? St. Nicholas was the the patron saint, you know, of the children and gave and away fail. all of his inheritance basically to the poor. Um, you know, the, the, the popular story of, you know, he used his money to pay the dowry for three girls to keep them from being sold into slavery those types of things and yes over the time and over the years these traditions have come into the the jolly red guy in the suit and the sleigh that lives in the north pole with the elves but the roots are rooted in god i mean saint nicholas was a real guy like that we know historically existed he didn't ride a sleigh and he doesn't live in the north pole he's not like friends with gandalf it's he <laughs> But he was a real person. It's a real story. Same thing. There's so many different stories about the Christmas tree. You know, whether you're talking about, uh, you know, the Celtic religions. And, and a lot of these things were uh, taken. Elements from uh, pagan practices were taken because people felt that it was easier to convert them. Maybe yeah. they'll relate to the message. Maybe we can bring the message uh, of Christ to them by making our celebrations a little more friendly to them. I, I don't see a whole lot wrong with that. We're not talking about changing doctrine. We're talking about traditions and, and man-made celebrations and that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but the Christmas tree, I've never given it any thought. It's, you know, Christmas, Christmas tree. You go you either buy one or what I love doing is going to a tree farm and cut it down, you know, bring it home, put it up, decorate it. And it just makes, it kind of like makes your home happy. I, I don't it know. It sets, any the, other sets the tone. To say yeah. it. You know, it's, I 
I love my Christmas tree. I will lay on the couch, all the lights off, TV off, and all my Christmas lights on, and I'll just lay here and just watch it. I mean, it's not doing anything. I mean, there's some. No, my Christmas tree is on when from the minute Black Friday starts. My Christmas tree is is basically lit nonstop. Like I, I, you know, I guess we're supposed to turn it off at night. I, I go upstairs when I'm half asleep and leave it on all the time. Yeah, I turn mine off at night except on Christmas Eve. I leave all my lights on. Yeah, well, that's that's the thought process in my house too. But usually, it gets left on about. 13 times out of the 12 days of Christmas. You know, that's <laughs> that's where <laughs> we're at. You know, here's the one thing though that that I at Christmas time though that that bugs me is this need to push against each other. Like and it and it started for me, it started I don't know, maybe 10 years ago when stores like Walmart and Target and these places started opening up on Thanksgiving at like six seven o'clock at night you know and the the doorbuster sale and and the next thing you know you're watching on the news like you know people getting trampled and killed why so somebody could save 50 bucks on a tv set and uh that that's nuts to me that's nuts to me first of all on thanksgiving i don't want to be anywhere except with my family like i really don't i I don't want to be out shopping because if if i if there are people that are important enough for me to shop for the on Thanksgiving, then I, I should be with them already. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I remember growing up, you know, no store was open on Thanksgiving. Never. They would open up, I think, like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning the day after, and that was like Black Friday. There was no, hey, we're op- opening up at 5 p.m. on Thanksgiving. No, you spent like 6 in the morning on Black Friday. Everything would open up. Yeah, I wouldn't even be thinking about shopping on Thanksgiving. My thought on Thanksgiving is I'm full. I want to take a nap. I'm spending it with my family, not going out there. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I just had a bunch of turkey. My butt is not going to a store to go save $100. But like family. Christmas, Christmas spirit, like. It's amazing. Like road rage doesn't even get calmed down a minute during Christmas season. Like people are worse. And it's like that I don't understand. Like my feeling like at Christmas time is a lot of people, not all, of course, but a lot of people seem nicer and happier. There's magic in the air. Agree. For lack of a better word, where it's it just it feels different people yeah people are rushing to buy gifts and they get stressed out and i'm i'm in the store you know they're giving the cashier a hard time and i'm just sitting there going okay when whenever it'll be my turn and i get up to the cashier and you know i always smile and say hi and how are you doing and you know trying to do a little small talk to be like hey i'm not i'm not going to give you a hard time i know you're working hard you know, I appreciate you working hard. And then I say, Merry Christmas. Nowadays, when you say that, I get mixed uh, reactions to it. I, I've, I was in a store last year. I said, Merry Christmas, to, you know, to the cashier. And a, she looked at me and gave me like this nasty look. And she goes, Happy Holidays. See, I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> you know what I've learned to do? I've I've learned to make a compromise. I really have. Now I say Merry Christmas if it applies. You know, to, to people that I may be un, unsure of. Like I have a couple of friends that are of the Jewish faith, and obviously knowing that, I, I don't. I will send the messages on on Hanukkah saying happy Hanukkah that but I don't you know you know what I'm saying, but I, I wouldn't do that. Those two individuals, if somebody on the street says Merry Christmas, they generally respond by saying Merry Christmas. Like nobody means any offense by it. So I don't understand why people are standoffish. I don't know why people are standoffish. I have a gas station down the street from me. I always go and play my lottos there. And I know the guys. They are Muslim. And they'll even wish me a Merry Christmas. Yeah. You know, there's no, I say oh, Merry Christmas. Even if you don't believe, just be nice and say Merry Christmas. See, that's something else that people don't understand is, is this. I don't care what situation you're in, what your financial situation is, what what may be troubling you. You might have dealt with something really traumatic. I don't, it doesn't matter. You don't, nobody has an excuse. Everybody has the choice to just simply be kind. Yeah. Be kind. There, there's be no real- excuse on earth or in heaven for not being kind to somebody, regardless of what you're going through. Everybody has that choice. Yeah. I mean, you'd never know a a kind word to a stranger may change their day. You know, a smile, hold open the door. I always hold open the door and wait for people to go in. That's, I get a lot. Oh, you don't, you know, like the older people are, they're the nicest. Like, oh, you don't have to wait. And I tell them, I go, I have no other place to be. This is where I'm supposed to be. You know, I have a really good friend of mine. She's Jewish. Now, she also does celebrate Christmas. You know, she's bringing up her children Hebrew, but she doesn't want them to miss out on Christmas, Santa Claus. You know, she wishes me a Merry Christmas. I wish her, you know, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah. She even invites me over to you know, one of the Hanukkah lighting. I forget what that ceremony is called. It's not a Seder, is it? Listen, I I don't want to speak out of turn because I'm not an expert uh, in Jewish tradition. Seder, I believe, is a meal that takes place, you know, on one of the nights of Hanukkah or the night before Hanukkah, but I'm not not positive. I know it's a traditional thing, but I I don't, I'm not well-versed in it, Mike, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, as as a, I just know that she invited me over and, you know, she was there, you know, her parents were there and a friend and her, her father was saying, again, excuse my ignorance, I want to say a blessing or whatever they say. And he was saying it all in Hebrew. And I'm sitting there like, okay, I don't understand any of this. And after he was done and they lit the candle, I went to her and I go, um, what did your dad say? You know, because I wanted to know what he was saying. I was interested in right. that, you know, ceremony. I don't understand. I, I, I'll i never understand the whole 
happy holidays. You know, it's funny. We were talking about the whole, like, it being separate and that the commercial Christmas is okay. And everybody, the one thing, though, that I do have a problem with is is Xmas. I hate when people use the, the term Xmas. Yeah, but one thing I was real happy about this year was that the stores were, most of the stores, at least in my area, were closed on Thanksgiving. So I feel like people were starting to recognize that there was a negative trend happening with, like, you know, like the liability of people getting killed in their stores over over Christmas presents. I mean, you know, so I was happy that that a lot of the stores seemed to be closed uh, and people were starting to get back into the into the right direction. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't, I didn't notice. You know, I don't. Like I said, I don't. Go yeah, if you're not going out there, yeah, it's... Friday. <laughs> That's a time for me to stay away from stores. But listen, we're starting to get a little short on time. The one thing I wanted to make sure, though, too, um, is this, and this is the importance. This is why we need to be kind to each other because. Christmas is also a very difficult time for a lot of people. Uh, the, the suicide is at its highest uh, at Christmas time, and depression and and all of these things are rampant. Maybe people have lost loved ones. Maybe people like do you, do you really want to be the one that's going to push somebody over the edge because you're trying to get home? You know, going eighty five miles an hour. Like I, I don't that that I don't understand why how people are mean, you know how pe- why people are scrooges, you know at, at Christmas time. It's it's mind boggling to me. It's mind boggling to me too. It's supposed to be a cheerful time, a joyful time, and now I know you know people get depressed. You know they're not close to their family, or they've lost their family. They feel alone. At Christmas, you know, they don't have a wife or a husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be. So, yeah, why people are rude to each other trying to get that perfect, quote-unquote, Christmas gift where it takes no effort to be kind to somebody. A smile, help somebody get something off of a shelf, hold open a door. It, It takes nothing to be kind. And it costs nothing. Like that's why I said before, nobody nobody has an excuse. You know, when you, you hear this term like, Oh, I wish it was Christmas all the time. Well, we're the only ones that prevent that from actually happening. We're the only reason why it doesn't feel like Christmas all the time. Because we give ourselves a license to be jerks, you know, outside of the month of December. Oh, if we yeah. behaved like it was Christmas all the time, it would it would feel that way. Well, that's a good point you make that, yeah, we can. If you look at A Christmas Carol, the book or the movie, you know, when Scrooge is saved, he says he will keep Christmas in his heart all year round. We can well, do that same thing. Well, we can. And, you know, and folks, this is my advice before we get out of here is instead of worrying about Frosty the Snowman or worrying about if you are putting your best foot forward and you are treating people, that is going to 
trump any Christmas decorations that's going to supersede any, um, you know, things in people's front yards or or all the other aspects of Christmas. If you treat people right, if you treat people with the Christmas spirit in your heart, I mean, really, I mean, honestly, Mike, I think the Christmas spirit is simply just the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's also to me, love. This is a time year for love. I mean, it's, God so loved the world that he sent his only son to us. So Christmas is love, joy, happiness, peace. Well, let me ask you, let's let's end it like this, Mike. What do you want for Christmas this year? I'm not talking about present. What do you want for Christmas this year? Spending it with family and friends and my dogs, of course, and just be happy and enjoy it. Nice. I'm already getting what I want for Christmas. I get to be Santa. I get to be Santa Claus this year. I get to go to a concert and jump on stage with a bunch of people that I love and have my wife with me and my son with me. And I get to be Santa Claus. I've always wanted to be Santa Claus. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Um, Outside of that, there's nothing that I, I really need. You know, Bass Pro Shops gift cards. That That's what I want. Now, Listen, one quick question with your Santa outfit. Do you need padding or do you come with your own? No, I come with my own padding. I have plenty of my own padding. In fact, it fits perfectly. Um, you just need a long white beard. All right. That's going to be, that's going to about do it. Mike, I really appreciate you coming in and having a Christmas discussion with me. I hope, beyond all hope, that you and your family have a Christmas that's filled with peace, joy, and the love of our Savior, uh, and lots of good food, and all of that stuff. Thank you, Corby. I really appreciate it, and I hope you and your family have a beautiful Christmas filled with the same peace, love, and joy, good food, good people. And Merry Christmas to you and yours. Awesome. Thanks again, Mike. Uh, after tonight, I am going to be on a, not a hiatus, but that'll be the end of season three. And season four is going to pick up March 1st. So I got uh, to line up some new guests for you. And we got all kinds of great stuff coming in the new year. So stay tuned. If you want to check out the artwork of Michael Bonafini, you can find that on Facebook at Mabscapes, M-A-B as in boy, Scapes. And again, that's on Facebook, and you could check out his page. Uh, and also his contact information is there if you're interested in having a painting done. I appreciate all of the people that have taken time over the first three seasons to listen to this podcast. I never dreamed it was going to make it this far. And for that, I am eternally grateful. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and I hope that that peace extends throughout the entire year of 2023. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you next year. As always, thanks for stopping by to give me a listen. If you like what you heard and you want to support the show, make sure you give it a like and hit the subscribe button. This will get the word out and help others to find the podcast. If you'd like more information about me or how to book my services, you can find it at corby.com. 
spelled C-O-R-B-I-E-Y.com. And if you want to join the conversation, comments and questions can be sent to hcpodcast at corby.com. And that'll do it. I hope everyone has a blessed and fruitful week. And remember to be kind to one another, listen to one another, and try to understand one another. Because human conservation can only come about through human conversation.